world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So I got a huge news alert today for Gun for Hire Radio, episode 527. According to Joe Biden and according to Phil Murphy, the problem for the rise in crime, gun dealers, rogue, COVID, (laughs) gun dealers, and you, the law abiding, tax paying, gun owning citizen. Perfect sense. (laughs) Just what we thought. Okay, just what we thought. It was us. And we're going to be talking about that in detail. So we know it's a bizarro world and the corporate media and and are all in bed and in lockstep with them. So records of millions and millions of new gun owners, tens of millions of new guns. Crime is rampant. The police are decimated. Wait, crime is rampant in only certain areas. Correct. Police departments have been decimated. And it's your fault. That's right. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Who what happens thought? when you defund the police no. and then don't prosecute anybody? But no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. It's no, the no. rogue gun dealers. Like that guy who turned in Hunter and said, oh, no, um, I'm not going to turn over my paperwork to the ATF. So Joe's paying them back, too. See, he every now and again, the synapses close. Yeah, so we're gonna start. We're gonna start in New Jersey, and we're gonna go uh, to federal. So in New Jersey, let's talk about uh, Governor Murphy. Yay. So Emperor Murphy, who by the way is buying his reelection with the ten billion dollars surplus. So yeah, as long right. as you're all completely aware of that, and we'll talk about that in detail a little bit. But Murphy basically, in a presser, said that the sweltering heat, high humidity, <laughs> and people Sweltering. being locked up from COVID-19 uh-huh. is essentially what caused the increase in crime in New Jersey. Oh, that's that's what it was. See, yeah. he didn't have mm-hmm. the same heat and humidity when he was mass- in Massachusetts, no. but when he came down to, uh, uh, to New Jersey to carpet bag and run for the open governor position, this is what happened, okay? Yeah. So we have, like, uh, Atlantic City Council... They sent a letter to the state police asking the state police to take control of the local police department because of the uptick in serious violent crime. All right. Murphy basically just turned around and said, no, 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 no. It's 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 because of the heat and humidity that we're having such an uptick in gun violence and we need more gun control. Of course we do, because guns get very, very upset during heat and humidity. He basically said, this was an offensive statement, by the way. Murphy says, everybody wants to get out there and unshackle themselves from this pandemic. Oh, you mean from the government lockdown? Yeah, they want to unshackle mm. themselves because we've been shackled. So they, they've probably, what makes me believe, Murphy has definitely used that term regarding us uh, behind closed doors, oh, right? Oh, I have them shackled. Yeah. I have you can, them shackled. You can pretty much guarantee and that. so so we're we're the cause of all of this, just just so you know, and obviously the heat and humidity. So 
my buddy um, at uh, the Save Jersey blog, by the way, who uh, most of you uh, might know, I'm like, I'm going to be on the Save Jersey blog. Uh, um, um, I'm going to be on the radio show in a couple of weeks. But New Jersey 101 did a great little thing, Sandy. Nine Matt Rooney, by the way. I'm going to be on Matt Rooney's radio show in a few weeks. Nine reasons not to vote for Phil Murphy. This is an opinion piece, okay? Right now, Murphy has a 50 to 33% lead over uh, Jack Cittarelli. <laughs> by the way, I'm... Incredible. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be putting uh, all of my, everything I possibly can behind Jack Cittarelli. And I'm hearing people from the Constitution Party, the Green Party, the Libertarian Party, that they're going to sit this vote out. Or how stupid are we? Why well, do we do this all the time? It's typical Jersey. Okay, so they we want Murphy to win again. Yeah. yeah, we of want course. Murphy to win right. again. Yeah. Listen, I supported Phil Rizzo in the primary. Phil Rizzo lost. I now support Jack Cittarelli 100% in the general election. What well, people wake up? Forget about it. The Libertarian Party is not going to win. The Green Party is not going to win. Right. The Pastafarians are not going to win. <laughs> you know, the, um, the 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 gerbil concealment holster prison purse people. Your candidate is not going to win. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I exactly. want everybody to wake up. We have to support Jack Cittarelli. I'm going to go over it in a few minutes. Why? But here's nine reasons not to vote for Phil Murphy. Okay. Was I talking? Okay. First thing is, all right, Jack Cittarelli is a moderate and he can work mm. across the aisle. We know that. That's how Christie won, by being a moderate. All right? It's hard to get a hard right person to win in New Jersey, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Phil Murphy has never held elected office before his first term. This was He was never had an elected office. He bought the seat, and now he's going to buy the reelection by giving free shit over freedom. Okay? The next reason you shouldn't vote for Murphy is the nursing home debacle. He killed over 8,000 elderly people. Yes, he did. Let's right. never forget that. No, he murdered 8,000 people. That's the right. next thing is mismanaging money. He borrowed billions of dollars in a shady scheme that bypassed voter approval and bypassed the state constitution. And he took that money, and now we have it in our coffers, and we're not going to give it back. You know, they're talking about rebates. If a household makes less than $150,000 a year, you're looking at a $400 tax rebate, Sandy. $400 tax rebate. We have $10 billion in our coffers, and that's how much they're going to kick back, all right? He was inconsistent in the pandemic. He changed his mind, and he waffled, and he wavered, and he basically followed Harpo Cuomo, all right? Remember right. when he told the restaurants right. they could open for July 4th weekend and then pulled back with 72 hours notice, causing yeah. them tons and tons and tons out, of problems? They bought all kinds of product, brought in all kinds of staff, and then he shut them down. Remember, he screwed up Thursday, November 15th, 2018. They were all in Atlantic City at the uh, whatever it was uh, where all the people get the League of, uh, uh, of Politicians or whatever. And we had that late snowstorm and the state was shut down for hours. Right. Do you remember yeah, that? I November remember 18th. That. So yep. Winston and I left here that night and I was stuck. I live 1.2 miles away from here. It took me two hours to get home. Yeah, I remember. Re that. Remember that night? I do. That he because the Office of Emergency Management is not existent. Then we had the Katie Brennan rape accusation. The guy that raped her, nobody knows who hired her. Remember that? Right. And those case, that case was kept hush, 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 and she never got her day in court. The next thing, 
can't re- forget this. Sanctuary state. New Jersey is a sanctuary state. We spend tens of millions of dollars on illegals in this state, right? But yet we're going to get, well, I'm not, but people under $150,000 a year are going to get a $400 tax rebate. How you feel about that? And the last thing, he's not one of us. Let's face it. He's a carpetbagger. He spent his whole life in Massachusetts and working in New York City. And he, like, he, like Chitterelli says, Murphy eats a slice of pizza with two hands. Who holds a slice of pizza with two He doesn't know how to fold it and control the flop when he's eating it. All right. <laughs> he's a buffoon. We don't need him here. So that's nine reasons why. So this is by Matt Rooney from the Save Jersey blog. He did some polling. And Phil Murphy's polling with independents is upside down. And that's the thing. The 2 million Democrats in New Jersey, we are not going to shift them to vote for Jack Chitterelli. No. But we have a little over a million Republicans, and we have 2 million independents. And right now, Murphy has only 39% support from independents, okay? And uh, Chitterelli has 29% backing. That's not bad, all right? But we need to get Chitterelli up to about 60 70% polling of independents. And he can probably do it because, again, he is a moderate. It is amazing uh, that uh, Christie, Christie had a 65% uh, approval rating from independents. And that's where we need to get Chitterelli. We need to get Chitterelli up to about 60 65%. The problem is it's going to be tough because hardly any Democrats are going to waver. Uh, I did a, a seminar with U.S. Law Shield last night and Evan Knappen, and we had w- well over 100 people at it. it it's the first one Knappen did um, back, you know, back on the tour. And Evan was telling me before the show that the state of Ohio, the state government in the state of Ohio, Sandy, yeah. is <laughs> larger than what the entire federal government was in the United States in 1914. Jeez, one state. So how big is our federal government now? It was never, ever intended to be like this. It's growing exponentially, and it's guaranteed voters for one party, one party rule, which we all know, right, over and over again. So in New Jersey, if you take all the state and federal workers that reside in New Jersey and the local workers that reside in New Jersey and the county workers and you continue to go on from there with your teachers, uh, public health, law enforcement, fire, etc., etc., there's your 2 million plus democratic voters. Now, a lot of you are listening to the show that fall under that work category, right? But I know you don't vote for a Democrat, even though your unions tell you that's who you have to vote for. And even though that's who your unions use your dues money to support in you know millions of dollars or whatever. I know that. So don't get offended when I say that I'm talking about the majority, not the anomalies. We, we all know that. But it, it's skewed against us. We, there's no way that we can fix it. All right. There's mm-hmm. no way unless we have unity and activism. And that's what we need, especially in New Jersey. So there was another article, Sandy. This was NJ.com in the politics uh, section by Samantha Marcus, which is... uh, which is interesting. And the basically, New Jersey tax breaks coming thanks to huge surplus. Murphy and top Dems announced. And this is basically buying votes, all right? So they went through this. So the, the agreement between the, the Democrats and the Democrats, because the, the Republicans have no say in New Jersey because 
they have a super majority of Democrats, right? Right. So five hundred up to five hundred dollars to low and middle income taxpayers who have dependents. Okay. How how do you like that? Isn't that pretty cool? They're gonna get five hundred dollars. Last year the Murphy administration projected a four point three billion dollar shortfall, but lo and behold, through the magic of accounting, they ended up with a ten point one billion dollar surplus. See, now, the fiscal Anthony would say, you borrowed $5 billion. Why not pay that back? Right. Right? No, we're not going to pay it back. Right. We're going to use it to buy votes and fund pet projects, right? Right, of course. The state is sitting on $6.2 billion in federal American rescue aid. That We have $6.2 billion in rescue aid. You think there'd be an earned in the income tax credit. You think property owners would get a property tax credit or something. Nope. We're just going to give $500 to low income people. Why? Because that's their voting base. Right. 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 So we're buying votes. The average property tax bill in New Jersey in 2006 was $6,500. In 2020, it was $9,500. When we know most of us are paying a lot more than that. All right. So basically in New Jersey, there's going to be three quarters of a million eligible couples filing jointly will receive a $425 tax credit. And 48,000 single filers will receive $297. Pretty soon that'll go to fill up a tank of gas. If, if you're lucky. Yeah. This is what we're like. dealing with. They're buying votes. Right. They're buying votes to their base. All right. Murphy, we know him. He's a progressive and he's going to do whatever he can to be the first Democrat in 25 or 30 years to win a second term as the governor of New Jersey. All right. And he's going to do it. He's right. going to do it. He's going to be increasing. He's going to make record pension payments. He's going to increase school funding. All right. He knows what to do. All right. Yes, they all know what to do. They're like, all right, who votes? Who stall? Who are stalwart voters for us? Good. Let's give them all the tax breaks. Right. Exactly. All right. So now let's talk about uh, violent crime on a national level. So the meat popsicle did another presser. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, if you're aware, and where he uh, went over the whole thing, yep. Where we're he kept calling it the AFT again instead of the ATF. By the way, he's getting stranger by the day. Did you see the the whispering conference? Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's just, just it's just very bizarre behavior, and the only people who recognize it are news outlets outside of the U.S. Like, you know, in Australia, they 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 do make good fun of it. Yeah, and we're the laughing stock, oh, and we're weak, yeah. and our enemies look for weakness. Of course right? they do. So what is he talking about? Ghost guns. How many ghost guns were committed in crimes? They want to strengthen that, Ooh, right? Ooh, ghost right. guns. Right, right, right. It's it's always the same old, same old with these yeah, guys, all yeah. right? And then he says- AR-15s. How many, yeah, how many are used in crimes? And then he says, um, you know- um, the only the only way you can beat the government is if you have nukes and F-14s and yeah, stuff, right? Right. right. Uh, so he's, again, another one is going to nuke us. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he's going to nuke us. His ass is going to nuke us. All right. So you know, he's basically now they're going after gun dealers, right? They want to yeah. go after gun dealers, unscrupulous gun dealers, or something. So I have, I have. Okay, here we go. 
we have background checks blocked over since since the pandemic started and all the defund and everything over 300,000 black uh, background checks were blocked last year all right now 300,000 background checks maybe a name came up wrong if your name is Gary Smith or John Smith or something maybe you had something on your record you were you know you forgot about or whatever you have to get or maybe you were a disqualified person and you can't get a gun but out of all of those people, there was 112,000 out of the 300,000 that were straight up denied a gun purchase. Okay? Right. The federal government prosecuted 12 of those cases. <laughs> so this meat popsicle goes up on a podium and says, we're going to go after the nasty, the nasty gun dealers out there that are doing unscrupulous things. So the federal government stopped 300 sales. Out of that 300 sales, 112,000 were not allowed to purchase a gun. They were denied. So the federal background check obviously is working. And out of that, the, the federal government prosecuted 12 cases. So straw purchases, don't lie for the other guy, trying to buy a gun as a felon, disqualified person or whatever, 12 cases. You want to know why? Because the federal government's busy going after us law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. And you want to know why? Because most of those people are Democrat voters. 100 percent 100 percent most of them but i'll tell you what we got to think about this the democrats look at what they're doing all right they let all the criminals out of prison they let illegals and drugs flow over our southern border at an unprecedented rate right right and then we have gang shootings we have all kinds of crimes and stuff and they come out and they blame us the law-abiding tax-paying gun owners citizens and the press eats it up Okay, and I got to tell you, sometimes don't laugh all of this off. All right. He's feeble and everything, but the people behind him are not feeble. All right. So he keeps talking about zero tolerance for FFLs and gun show loophole and all of that. They're going to come up with the AFT with chip, Witch and everything. They're going to come up with ways to make it harder for us to exercise our Second Amendment. Right. You might see them implementing federally through the AFT requirements that are similar to New Jersey. Whatever they can do through executive order and through the ATF, they're going to do. What, what have we said over the years? What, what starts in New Jersey never ends in New Jersey. Nope. We, we are a proving ground for ridiculous gun laws. And let me tell you something. So what happened with uh, Chip Witch's confirmation, there was 22 senators uh, in, believe it or not, what's her name, Murkowski? Or Susan Co Susan Collins, she she rejected his nomination, so it was split eleven eleven, basically a tie in a committee appointment as the new ATF director. So now it's going to go for a full Senate vote, and there's a good chance he's not going to get confirmation. I mean, this guy came out; he's he's so anti-gun. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's hope uh, <laughs> you know he doesn't uh he doesn't get confirmed and maybe they'll try to pick somebody just slightly 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 more moderate than than this guy but they're coming after us now the pistol braces 48 senators sent a letter to the ATF asking them to withdraw the comments and everything and withdraw the ban the proposed ban to get rid of pistol braces Again, pistol braces are not used in any crimes. All they keep doing is, for you 49 other staters, 46 other staters, this is how we live in New Jersey every day. 
This is how we live in New York and California. For you guys and girls that have been enjoying your life in Pennsylvania and Delaware, but you're seeing those changes little at a time in those states too. Again, like Sandy says, they followed the Jersey playbook. And they're just going to keep beating us down. Let's make the laws ambiguous. Let's make them confusing. Let's prosecute law-abiding citizens to scare other people to not want to get firearms. And let's curtail and limit and, and add paperwork as much as we possibly can and red tape so that people have a hard time. People are afraid. People are confused. So it's not so easy as to just walk into a dealer, have your next check done, and walk out with a gun. It's also consistent with the patchwork of laws from state to state, Sandy. It's the same thing yeah. to make people confused. Yeah. You know, imagine, guys and girls, imagine listening. You're going to drive to Texas with your family from uh, New York or New Jersey. Imagine having to look at each state laws to see if your driver's license was accepted in each state. And then you find out, well, in Oklahoma, what a New Jersey driver's license, you can't go over 60 miles an hour and you can't drive more than uh, four hours without taking a break. And then, you know, once you get to Texas, you can drive the speed limit and there's no limit to how many hours you could drive. And then, oh, oh, we find out Kentucky, you're not allowed to drive in Kentucky because your driver's license is not recognized in the state of Kentucky because Kentucky has no driver's reciprocity with New Jersey. Yeah, right. Think about that. Right. And and driving right. is a privilege. We're talking about a Second yep. Amendment right. We're talking about an inherent right. We're talking about a God-given right that the founders of this great experiment turned around and said, we're making this amendment second because it's second in most importance to us. The first is freedom of speech, religion, and expression. And the second one is to protect yourself and your family, not to go deer hunting. Right. Not to go deer right. hunting. And our government doesn't get it. We're bro Listen, a, a, a footbridge collapsed in uh, Washington, uh, Washington, D.C. A couple people got hurt. It goes over a highway. We saw that building collapse in Miami. God rest their souls. How many people they're going to find, we don't know yet. But our infrastructure in this country is crumbling. All of you take note, except when you live in a state like Florida or something, but most of us in the Northeast and the left coast, when you're driving, look at your bridges. Look how the concrete's crumbling. Look at the rust bleeding through from the rebar and stuff. Yep. Look at the potholes. Exactly. Look at the dirt on the side of the highways, on the grass, in the, the, the garbage. Our, our states are yeah. filthy and disgusting. Our infrastructure is failing okay the, the 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 golden standard that this country used to be is gone and again if you read the rise and fall of the roman empire they built the best roads for walking and chariots and viaducts and and fountains and drinking and baths where people practiced hygiene and then when it fell apart when they all got fat and lazy and started paying people to do nothing the empire crumbled and that is what's happening in our country right now. Just, you know, we it's like squeaky door syndrome. You don't notice it. Every yeah, one right, of you, right. when you're listening to the show, if you're on your commute, look around. And look around and look at the dirt and the garbage. And I don't care what town it is. It exists all over. Uh, again, I'm, I'm, I can't talk for many Midwest states, but the states I drive in, New York, New Jersey, it's disgusting. It is disgusting that every th infrastructure and, and bottles and cans on the side of the road and then homeless people sleeping in the streets in New York and under the overpasses when you're going through the tunnels or the bridges to get there. It is disgusting and it is a shame. 
and we should all be embarrassed that we live in a country that is in such a failing mode. And what's the problem? We're the problem, Sandy, the second tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. That's, That's it. Right. That's what it all falls down to. Right. We're the problem. As the politicians get richer and richer, the third tier is enriched, the first tier is enriched, and we, the second tier, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, we have their foot on our throat. Right. Okay? Right. That's that's what's going on here. And we're grasping for air, and we're just barely hanging on. What do we got? We got a meat popsicle president that does pressers and says that uh, he's they have nukes. And then we have a governor in New Jersey that is blaming the humidity and us being shackled. He shackled us, and it's his. It's mm. it's our fault right. that the crime the crime is going up. And you know they're all taking all these states now are taking COVID federal COVID money. And using it for gun violence, and which the feds means are giving doing it, it too. They're taking COVID money and using it for every pet project in the world. Give the yeah. fucking money back to us. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen. All right. Even Biden, Biden earmarked COVID money for Chicago and other places. Also, the mayor of Chicago took ten million in COVID federal COVID money, and she's using it for racial uh, racial disparity programs. Yeah. All right. So it's that just one, all, she, she went from deep throat to deep state. That one. That's Beetlejuice, by the way. If you look at her, it's like she's she's scared. Yeah, you're right. Right? She looked oh like Beetlejuice. Oh, my God, right? You're right. right. right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, John McConnell, uh, Christopher Kent, they all send me these great articles and stuff. You know, McConnell sends me one in New Jersey and in Passaic. Uh, uh, um, Patterson, ex-con knob. Uh, an ex-con was nabbed with 2,500 heroin folds while he was talking oh. to his parole officers. 2,500? 2,450 heroin folds while he was talking to his parole officers. Okay? He had served 18 months of a combined three-year sentence with a trio of convictions out of Passaic County involving conspiracy assault threats and drug count before he was released this past January 4th. So he went to see his parole officers, and he had 2,500 bags of heroin on him. He's on his way to work. Yeah, he... <laughs> He's on his way to work. <laughs> He's on his way to work. Oh, you know, John great. Petrolino has been writing tons of articles. He just wrote an article on Walk the Talk, which is something, uh, a great organization about, you know, firearm suicides and yes. stuff. I'm not going to read the whole thing here at this moment right now. He wrote another article about a uh, federal extreme risk uh, protective order is being introduced. And it was copied pretty much almost from New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. just so you guys know, Cam Edwards had spoken about this. Petrolino. Petro oh, by the way, John, at the uh, Knappen U.S. Law Shield seminar, um, your name came up, and Evan Knappen called you a rock star of the two A movement um, in New Jersey. Just just <laughs> want you to know that. Not that your head wasn't big enough already, you big mutton head, but uh, you know, John is killing it, writing uh, articles and making people aware and uh, reaching out to more people, but. Yeah, so extreme risk protection orders. Uh, of course, Feinstein is behind it. Diane Feinstein, she's 147 and a half years old. Mm -hmm. And she's pushing for, um, of course, uh, extreme risk protective order, which will violate constitutional rights. And you know what's going to happen with that, right? The, the Supreme Court is going to knock it down. The Supreme Court lately has been batting a thousand uh, with uh, people's liberties, siding with us, we the people. We just had a Supreme Court case, this, this uh, lady... Uh, Brandy Levy, uh, she posted Snapchat. She's a high school cheerleading team. Yeah. And she she posted on Snapchat 
Sandy. F school, F cheerleading or whatever. F softball, F cheer, F everything. She's 14 years old, right? And uh, she was thrown off of the uh, cheerleading team and the junior varsity teams because she violated various uh, rules, including prohibitions of foul language, unsportsmanlike conduct, and disrespect of the school. Did she well, do this at the school? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, her, no, she did it at home. You're not allowed. You understand? Oh. It's not It's not education. It's indoctrination. Yes. Well, they went to the Supreme Court and it 8-1. Only Thomas uh, dissented, by the way. Wow. He argued that schools historically held expansive power over student expression, citing an 1859 decision by the Vermont Supreme Court. Uh, a student who called his teacher old. Man, imagine getting suspended for calling <laughs> a teacher old. Today you can walk up to him, you can hit him with 27 expletives, hit him over the head with a book, Right. And they socially advance you. You get promoted the that's next day. Right. That's right. You I graduated high school at 11. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? I hit a teacher. <laughs> Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator. This year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, Shipbags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top. Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. You hear a buzzing sound. I'm lowering my desk. I know you got that standing desk now because I have sciatica. I know. You're, yes, my man CJ, who works for me, is in surgery today for uh, herniated discs and stuff. He oh. has the numb foot and the drop foot, like I do as well. So, 
Godspeed, CJ Carbone. He works here part part time, and he also volunteers for uh, the second is for everyone. By the way, two A four E Tony Simon will be back starting July twelfth. God, I miss wow. Tony Simon so much. That's great. The second is for everyone. How long has it been? Be it's been uh, almost, almost a months, year and a half. Right? Yeah. Yep, his the last one got canceled in March or April wow. due to uh, COVID, and uh, that's it. So I got I got some stuff I want to talk about. Remember Marty's V Burger, uh, Marty'sVBurger.com. Check him out in New York City or Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays, or you can go to Marty'sVBurger.com. If you live in New York, New York Tac Defense, M Y T A C Defense.com. Uh, mention Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio, and you get three fifty off your monthly membership every month. If you live in the other forty nine states, you gotta have U.S. Law Shield. All right, Napin did an update yesterday. Pistol braces, red flag, et cetera, et cetera. Seminars are obviously free for uh, U.S. Law Shield members. Ten dollars if you're not. Uh, if you mention, if you use the code Gun for Hire, you get ten percent discount on your membership. Remember my guy John Petrolino's book. Uh, it's on Amazon. And it's also here, uh, Decoding Firearms. It's here at the range. You'll be able to pick it up uh, in our pro shop here, by the way, because July 6th, Tuesday, July 6th, from 6 p.m. till 8 p.m., I'm going to be autographing Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal, and Beat Them at Their Own Game. And I also will have John Petrolino's book here, if anybody would like to buy it. Is John now, coming you, up to autograph? Or? No, he's, uh, he's busy. But if you're... Uh, well, John, July 6th, if you're around between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m., let's do this. If not, I got books here to sell. The other thing is if you bought a book from me and you got it autographed and you're in the area, you can stop by and I'll personalize it. Uh, if not, if you want to buy books, you can buy books at the retail counter that night and I will sign and personalize them for you. And if you uh, ask me nice, I might even take a picture with you. So um, please, July 6th at the range in the new edition pre-opening by the way 6 p.m to 8 p.m so you get a sneak peek as well but you're not coming in unless you buy a book that's your uh secret pass to get in remember knife rights is having the ultimate steel donations knife rights ultimate steel i'm donating a signed book as well as two knives one that's also signed by me the evan Knappen gun lawyer podcast make sure you listen to it gun lawyer podcast is up and running also quarantine crawl 330 pro to a businesses crawl quarantine crawl.com support those who support you uh mama yolanda's discount if you go to mama yolanda sauces uh brad sandy sent you and i uh two mama yolanda's t-shirts nice. no artificial agreements or anything <laughs> and uh yeah so since you're not up here i have two t-shirts by the nice. way Thank you, but uh, he wanted to. He's praying for us, and he's thanking us for all our support. Thank you, Brad. Check out Mama Yolanda's uh, authentic Italian gravy and sauces, uh, pasta vodka and marinara. Right now, uh, he told me there's 7,200 new flavors coming, like uh, like genders. <laughs> Which gonna, is good. One for each gender. He's gonna have a new flavor for every gender. Oh, that's pretty good. It's gonna take up a lot of shelf space. So not only am I an entrepreneur but an activist and an author but now i'm a producer and uh the harlem film house is going to be producing um necessary evil and it's a 501c3 corporation it produces films and festivals and it's going to be called necessary evil and uh kareem hayes uh who's a friend of mine um and a brother 
uh, this he wrote Necessary Evil 1, Necessary Evil 2, which you can find on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Sold over 80,000 books himself, hitting the streets, loosely based on his life story. I, um, I made a generous gift. So I'm part. I'm going to have production credits when the short story comes up. If anybody would like to also donate, there's a GoFundMe page, or you can make a donation. And if you make a donation, it's a tax-free donation. And just go to Harlem Film House, all right, HarlemFilmHouse.org, and find uh, Necessary Evil. HarlemFilmHouse.org, find Necessary Evil. And if you want to be a part of this experiment, I can't wait to go to the show's premiere and stuff. And uh, Kareem is going to, uh, you know, put it in all the film festivals and everything. And if uh, if it's a hit as we think it's going to be, uh, then he's going to uh, step up to get funding to make it a full-length movie. So I love to pay it forward. I love to be a part of the community. I love when I meet people uh, and it clicks that we all get along together and we have so much in common that I like to jump on the, uh, the bandwagon. And I think this is a great cause. I did my due diligence. So Necessary Evil 1, Necessary Evil 2, books you can find online. And uh, if you go to GoFundMe at Harlem Film House, uh, maybe you want to be a part of this experiment too. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It uh, sounds good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sandy. This is my, my first time delving into this. I'm, I'm going to be in the background and all, but I, I'm going to watch it and be a part of it. Uh, there's going to be some uh, firearm scenes, so we're going to bring the uh, cast in here, and we're going to do the training, obviously donate and volunteer all the training and everything. This way, when you go see the, the short film, all of Kareem's uh, actors that he cast will be uh, handling their guns properly, so none of you will make fun like we do when we watch John Wick movies and stuff and go, look at how he's holding that gun. Look at his fingers crossed. Oh, my God, he fired a six-shot revolver 87 times before he had a reload. <laughs> a magic revolver. Yeah, so uh, we got a, a couple of new instructors here that, that took NRA instructor classes, and one of them is this gentleman called Guy Robinson. And Guy Robinson is a U.S. golf master teach golfing professional all right. He's a first T certified L1 coach and a U.S. kids golf certified coach. So guy is in his 70s, lives in Manhattan and was into firearms. And he says, you know, he shoots here. He was a member here. And he's like, I want to take the instructor courses. Well, he was so good at the instructor courses that we had him volunteering to help classes so he could learn. And now it looks like he's going to make the move over to instructor. And uh, guy is an African-American golfer who's been golfing uh, for like 50 years. And uh, we have conversations and he tells me about all the uh, all the things he was involved in when it wasn't uh, the nicest uh, climate and environment for an African-American golfer, you know, in the yeah, 50s and yeah. 60s and 70s and everything. And uh, this guy is, you know, Tiger Woods gets all the credit for, you know, breaking the color barrier in golf. But uh, uh, this guy has done his share of stuff. You just never know who you're talking to. You just never know. You, you understand? Yeah, and um, yeah. I, I love I love him. And uh, he's he's fit in here so so well. But so he wrote something and I want to just want to read it. He goes, Anthony, I just finished your book, Crime Proof. I don't know what I expected, but this is much more. It is a masterful presentation of a lot of real eye-opening material. It's an easy read. I couldn't put it down. My own life's journey has taught me many of the lessons in the book. Wish I could have read it when I was much, much younger. You've helped me see situations in my life where I routinely apply a normalcy bias, conditional white 
and I should not. Situations I knowingly and routinely ignore that actually present a real and unnecessary risk to my personal safety. The chapter on senior safety was especially enlightening uh, in thinking about my wife and myself, not my parents or in-laws, because he's old like me now. We have, a, we have not considered that other people might see us vulnerable seniors because we don't think of ourselves that way. Thanks for the eye-opener. Guy, he's having a hard time getting his wife to read it, and she doesn't feel they're seniors. They're in their 70s, you know, because we don't see ourselves as old. Yeah, right, exactly. So that chapter of the book on seniors is written for him, not for parents or in-laws who would be in their 90s or 100 at the time. But we don't see ourselves. But a criminal sees a 70-year-old person. Listen, our defensive and strength and upper body strength and reflexes is not the same at 70 as it was at 50, 40, or 30. Would you agree, doctor? Absolutely right. And, you know, funny guy and I talk because we talk about golf. You know, guy, when he walks up to the tee, he's still 25 years old. Right. Till he swings the club. Till he swings the club. Exactly. (laughs) And then he, oh, shit, I'm not 25 anymore. But at 72 years old, it probably lands in the center of the fairway, just 100 yards shorter of where it used to land. Right. Right. And he still gets on the green in three on a par four or whatever, whatever the case may be. But. But it's, it's all relative. And, you know, so many people come up to me and uh, ha- have read the book and had uh, input like this, you know, which I think is really good. And uh, I just love that people are, are, are writing back to me and we're posting all of their input, you know, on uh, on the crimeproofbook.com uh, page. Uh, by the way, Andrew Ferris finally got his uh, permits and everything. And, uh, you know, he wanted to give me an update. It took 10 and a half months of waiting for his rifle shotgun, was disapproved because of a few, you know, misdemeanor stuff 30 years ago. Uh, but given a list of hoops to jump through for handgun permit, he submitted an appeal. So fingers crossed. I've been in touch with New York. Ta- oh, I'm sorry. He didn't get it yet. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Andrew. I make sure up with somebody else. But he's working with Peter Tillum at New York Tac Defense to get certificates of release. Okay. And he's going to come in and pick up the book. But uh, and he wanted to know what two A groups. And I told him the two A groups that he needed to join and get involved with. He also donated to SAF, uh, GAO, and uh, of course ANJRPC. And another guy who uh, kicked ass as an instructor was uh, Howard, Mr. Howard. Where, where are you? I'm looking for your Mr. Jim Howard. He, he really, he was a shining star, too. He's another golfer, by the way. I hope he can hook up with, uh, with uh, Guy Robinson, by the way. And he made more donations. We're getting more and more people <laughs> donating uh, to the uh, tip of the spear donation, which will be unveiled when... Um, when the grand opening happens, Matt Beeb donated again. Jeez. Jim Howard sent his monthly donation receipts for Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, he says, because I always call it the Firearms Policy Conference. F you, Jim. Sorry about that. He says, pistol instructor class on Saturday, 619, was awesome, although I, uh, I, I'm pissed at myself for not getting 100 at exa- on the exam. Way to go, Jim. Matt Beeb, three more for the raffle. I'm about halfway through the book, and I've learned something new in each chapter. Such a great book. God bless. I, thank you, Matt. And we got a bunch more donations. That is to win the seven-foot dory, the tip of the spear raffle, ladies and gentlemen. If you donate to Firearms Policy, what's it called, Jim? You can come and chime in later on that. Firearms Policy Coalition, FPC, ANJRPC, CNJFO, Second Amendment Foundation, and I forgot the other one, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Donate to any of those. Email me a copy of the receipt of your donation, and you also stand the chance of winning the tip of the spear. 
So let's talk about a little learning process. We had a situation down in New Jersey in an area where I'm not I'm not familiar with. Sandy, you would probably know this. Uh, Washington Township in Gloucester County. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with that? I am. Okay, so let's talk a little learning here. A waitress was pulled into a fleeing vehicle after she confronted a group of alleged dine and dashers at a South Jersey eatery over the weekend, and she suffered a concussion when she was assaulted. The 20-year-old employee at Nifty 50s in Washington Township spotted the three men and two women sneaking out of their $70 tab at 11.15 p.m., and she followed them in the parking lot. Surveillance video shows the group entering a white Dodge Durango with New Jersey tags. The waitress follows them out and confronts them in the parking lot and somehow ends up inside the back of the SUV. She was pulled into the vehicle, Sandy. They beat her up and then they dropped her off down the highway on Route 42 southbound. Okay, wow. and where she fled on foot to get help. She was taken to a local hospital for treatment and released. She suffered bruising to her head, neck, and back and has a concussion. The incident likely left the woman tra- traumatized. You think? <laughs> you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the chief encouraged anyone else in a similar situation to avoid confronting customers and just be a good witness by getting a license plate number and make and model of the vehicle. Okay, listen, we, let's talk about learning here. You have five people that went in, and um, the five people were all of, it was male and female, and it was mixed race, by the way. It was so, so it was, it was a bunch. It was like any, any other situation where it was just a group of people, and they had masks on, and they ate, and they fled. And so she's the waitress, so she's going to get beat on the tip. I don't know if she's going to be liable for the $70. I don't I never worked really in a restaurant, so I don't know how that works. But, you know, you get emotional, and it's your first response is to run out and, and chase after them, right? And what happened? She got pulled into the car. Do you know what could have happened in this situation? Right. Okay. You people, listen. <laughs> this is not how it works. You have to be careful. You have to be in condition yellow. You know, watching too much TV or video games. You're chasing after five people. You never let someone take you to a secondary location. There is no way she should have been pulled into that car. She should have. It, she would have been better off falling on the ground, and 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 being dead weight so they couldn't lift her up or something. You have to bite and kick and scream and and gouge eyes and rip ears off. You have to do whatever is humanly possible, but you never get let somebody drag you in a car like that. I read this. The skin on the back of my neck went up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so listen up. This is something important to talk to your friends and your family and your loved ones. Uh, with that, I want to give you guys some updates from Evan Knappen. Since we're responsible for everything, this is the taking from Evan Knappen's seminar last night. I took some notes, okay? Please be careful on um, marketplaces and stuff online where people are selling fully auto sears, f- uh, silencers, full auto triggers for ARs, Glocks, and everything else, and they're calling it something else. Most of these ads are coming out of China. Uh, Most of them are being monitored by our government agencies where people are getting arrested. And uh, so uh, please, if it looks good, (laughs) too true, don't order it. You shouldn't be ordering crap like that online anyway. You shouldn't have any of that stuff in your possession. But you'll see the ads come up on Facebook, Instagram, and various other places. And, uh, you know, they can advertise that stuff in their countries. But, you know, and they call it, you know, mufflers, and they call it this, or they call it that, or they just have a cutout drawing or something. Don't even click on it. 
Do you really want the government to see your IP address that you clicked on it? Seriously. Right. Seriously. Wake up. All right. Um, also, Knappen updated us that permit denials in New Jersey are, are wrongfully causing gun seizures. All right. The state is exploiting a court ruling found in the Cunningham case so that anyone who comes forward with licensing denials, which are different than being a prohibited person, now face gun seizure and forgery. I have my friend Kevin Iacuzzi had this problem. For example, if you apply for a change of address or a pistol purchase permit and you have held, held them for years with no problem, the chief denies you because he subjectively does not like something in your background. You do not have a per se disqualifier, such as a felony conviction. You are not barred from gun possession. But New Jersey takes your guns away. I have a case right now where the individual had one DWI from 20 years ago. The chief does not believe anybody with a DWI should have a gun, period, end of story. He believes you are a threat to public health and safety and welfare and use that vague licensing disqualifier to deny my client. One DWI in New Jersey is not a gun prohibitor. It is a motor vehicle violation. My client is not prohibited from gun possession under the criminal statutes. He is not a convicted felon. He is not a certain person not to possess weapons. You do not need a license in New Jersey to possess your guns. You possess the guns by way of exemptions in your home, possession at the target range, and possession while hunting. None of that requires a license, yet they are seizing and forfeiting people's guns based on licensing criteria with no statutory law that says they can do this. It is particularly bad in Bergen County where we are seeing motion after motion to forfeit guns with minimal due process and late licensing challenges. Wow. Knappen also says, never needlessly display your gun permit. Do not keep any gun permits or licenses with your driver's license. Do not keep any non-resident carry permits or licenses there. Do not keep your firearms ID card there. Do not keep your target uh, range membership card there. Do not have anything that mentions guns with your driver's license, registration, or insurance cards. As soon as an officer who pulls you over sees anything related to guns, you're going to be questioned and most likely searched. Keep your driving documents separate from your gun-related related documents. Do not let any other document be seen by law enforcement. I have many cases that were triggered by a gun permit being seen. The most famous, obviously, is the Shanine Allen case, which started in this very manner. So yeah. don't let a cop see that, because now he's going to say he's got probable cause to search your car. Right. Okay? He also warns about Biden's pistol brace ban. If the pistol brace bans goes through, all the others... In New Jersey, the Troys and the other SBRs, and they're all they're going they're going to be gone. You're going to have to turn them in. You're going to have to sell them out of state. Okay, they're going to become assault firearms on the 1996 AG assault firearms opinion. I that's why I never played around with those toys. I told you that for a long, long time. Right. Knappen also has a case before uh, <clears throat> U.S. Supreme Court. His f firm has a ca case right now before the United States Supreme Court challenging New Jersey's carry permit requirements. The case is Reb Russell versus New Jersey. Uh, Russell applied for New Jersey carry permit and was originally approved by the issuing law enforcement authority but was denied by the New Jersey Superior Court. We fought it all the way through the, to the U.S. Supreme Court. This is an independent case that went there through the state system as opposed to the uh, usual path. So Knappen has this case before the U.S. Supreme Court, by the way. It's in conference right now. We don't know. There's a couple things that could happen. They could grant it cert, they could reject it, or they could enjoin it with the Corlett case. 
All right. This is right. this is nappings right. all the way up. Yeah. All right. So God bless. And then New Jersey, obviously, uh, the Gun Lawyer podcast you want to listen to. We have our 10-round mag case before New Jersey. The five families, the five 2A groups, we're trying to get the firearms ID card requirement knocked down, obviously, in New Jersey. That's if you make the donations to any of those five groups. So we have a lot. We have a lot going on again. California, we have the assault weapons ban, which expires 4th of July, but they're going to appeal that, obviously. California, we have the magazine ban case. Uh, and out of uh, Hawaii, we have the other, the young carry case. So there's a lot there's a lot cooking right now. And right now, the Supreme Court, before they move it up to 72 uh, you know, justices, we really have a good chance of maybe getting a two-way case to go through, which would be great because, you know, I got into this game when I was in my uh, 30s. I got into shooting when I was in my 20s. I got into this activism game when I was in my 30s. I would love to see concealed carry come to New Jersey in my 60s. I'm 60 now. I'd like to see it before 70. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know. I, I, I really, I really would. I would like I to know. see it before 70. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we can. You know, um, a lot of people. Uh, um, this this book is being shadow banned everywhere. By the way, it's called Breaking the News by um, Alex Marlowe. Mm-hmm. exposing the established media hidden deals and secret corruption and uh you know i read the whole book cover to cover and you can't post that you read the book because you will it'll get knocked down because we want to forget the book obviously i don't have a twitter account or anything like that and uh but you know trump really brought the whole broken media to light when they went apoplectic against him for everything and uh you know, we need to stand together. We have the, the 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 machine, the government machine, which is mostly Democrats, if not all, and the media, which is mostly, if not all, Democrats. And so we have to start at the low levels, whether it's, you know, my buddy Bill Hayden at a committee level in Sussex County and, you know, people running uh, – uh, for local offices, because the national level, it's going to be hard. We have to work our way up grassroots, you know. But I believe that the established media is weakened, but, you know, they're not going to go away, all right? Um, they're disgraced. They're partisan. They have a failing business model and everything. But, you know, they're all part of this whole corporate structure. And if you read the book, you see how they're all in bed together. Yeah. They all rent houses from each other yeah. with Bezos' money and, you know, Washington Post and everything. But we can... Uh, we can we can get there. It's going to be challenging for us, but I think we can get there if people would just just get involved at the local level. Like you see, you know, I don't really know much about critical race theory and all, and all this other stuff, but I see parents are finally going to school board meetings and getting and, and getting active, and they're getting shut down, and they're actually getting arrested. Yeah, and, you know, and the, the videos school- are being scrubbed, and and uh, the school board videos are being scrubbed of the of any. Of personal testimony, and I get it. The school boards are used to parents being yep. disconnected, yep. right? And exactly. they can do whatever they want. Yep. And now they don't like people calling them out on their actions, whether it's good, whether it's bad, or whatever, right? Right. And, but you need to hold people accountable, and you need to hold their feet to the fire. Let's let's face it, yep. right? Yep. We 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 really need we really need to do that. And most people won't won't do it. They do not get involved, but. I see this trend, and it has to start from the bottom up. And, you know, Sandy, you talk all about time about how the pendulum swings, right? right? So I believe that the pendulum went, just like a seesaw or a swing, the pendulum went all the way up, and it hit that zenith. And I think 
you see just a little bit, it's falling now. Would well, you agree it with me? It or hasn't not? hit the. It will not. I mean, technically hit the zenith until twenty twenty three, and Ugh. we've talked about this probably for the past ten years that this was coming. We've we we've we talked about the coming insurrection. We've talked about this swing from the me generation to the we generation, and the problem with the we generation is, it's all about. It's nothing about the individual and it's all about the group, which is the ushering in of socialism and communism and the radical side of it. And we've talked about the coming insurrection and about how those two things come together. In the beginning, people thought we were out of our mind. Now you're seeing it play out in real time. And it's going to actually get worse because there is a total control over your meat situation right now, mm -hmm. all, not based on the pandemic like they're saying, but based on the fact that the four major processors have all decided that the Green New Deal and fake meat is the way to go. So the, the meat processing, the cost of, it's never happened in history where the price of cattle uh, paid to the farmer has been going down while at the same time the cost of beef to the consumer has skyrocketed. So what's happening is this, the center part. It all plays together. The, the, the cost of gasoline. The, co the government is now in con total control of its society. And we're moving closer and closer to the Chinese style of business, Chinese, Chinese style of government business uh, controlling a country, you know, and and big tech is is right on top of it. You know, I, I I see this entirely different than the 1930s, though. Yeah, the wealth transfer is is phenomenal, but now we also talked uh, off here before about like mortgage forbearance right. uh, is lifted June 30th of yeah, this month, right. and they they estimate four to eight million homes are going to be going into foreclosure. A tidal wave. And yes. the good thing about it, I think at this point, uh, versus uh, 08 was the fact that people, not as many people are underwater. Um, because they, they, they didn't play loosey-goosey with the, you know, ze no dock, zero down type of thing this this time around. So hopefully those people, uh, I don't know though. I mean, the, the powers that be at BlackRock really want those homes. Um, and when the government owns your home, and unfortunately, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the government owns your home. If you have any of those FHA, VA, uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac kind of loans, USDA loans, uh, the government owns your home. Yes. And yes. The government be broke. The government is definitely broke uh, morally and financially. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, But, yes, yeah, so we have this whole thing that's going on. And you're right. Uh, you know, there's so many laws. Somebody was just talking, we have a law for everything, like how thick pickle <laughs> slices could be. Right. You know. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. The government is in everywhere. Dude, like they're in the about. ice cream business. They tell you exactly what percentage of milk fat has to be uh, in certain products or eggs have to be in certain products. They're even into our, our ice cream. That's frightening. Yeah, it's all about the Benjamins, right? Yeah, so somebody's kicking in. Always follow the money, baby. Always follow the money, exactly. We're, we're, in, we're in dire straits. And yeah, like, look at what's going on, too, you know, with... with uh, you're starting to see some of the stuff that you and I can only talk about uh, off the air. 
um, start to play with the with these with the issues of the pandemic uh, that came out. You know, we've known these things. You know, you and I were talking about these things eighteen months ago that are starting to make the news now about the actual origins of this particular virus and who the players are and who the censors of truth have been over the years and always follow the money. We are talking about hundreds of billions of dollars at stake for gain-of-function research. And one or two people involved of those transfers of money, tax dollars. So you, you, you just talked about COVID with gain-of-function research? Mm. I thought you weren't allowed to. Well, it's in the news now, right? Oh, okay. It's in the news now. So okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm repeating the news. I'm I just, dated a bat once. I'm just, did you really? Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. What was her name? Or, oh, here I go, just assuming that it was a, a, <laughs> uh, a, a her. We didn't even ask what the, the preferred pronouns were. <laughs> so, welcome to 2021. <laughs> It's crazy. It's we're living in the twilight zone for it's just I'm glad I'm old. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're part of any of the Gun for Hire social media, Gun for Hire radio group, Gun for Hire group, or the fan page or anything, if you post stuff and it doesn't come up, it's not me uh, because so much stuff has been flagged. Uh, Facebook has basically taken control of those groups and everything is being filtered. And then I just get a report that says 32 people posted on your group, six posts were allowed, and 26 <laughs> were not allowed. Okay? So it's not me, and it's supposed to only uh, be for 30 days. Uh, and then it's lifted again, but we'll see. So anytime anybody posts anything, especially if you post the truth or you post oh, something that, you that, post that makes truth, sense, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be banned or shadow banned. You know, like uh, my Instagram page, Gun For Hire, went from zero to uh, to 21,000 followers, right? I can't get past 21,000 followers for the past, like, year now. <laughs> They're, you know, and I get messages from people all the time. I used to see all your Instagram posts. I don't see them anymore. No shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. No shit. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what's what's happening. Um, so the shadow banning is on big time. You know, Welcome the dirty to life hippie. In China. Yeah, correct. The dirty hippie and Twitter and the yeah. booster seat bitch from Facebook and Zuckerberg is like buying a whole island. For security reasons, for the betterment of everybody else, the whole freaking island he's buying, and nobody nobody cares. He just keeps displacing people. We need to wake up and start at the grassroots. Sandy, talk about your VHS charity. Please. We are raising money for care for veterans, homebound veterans. Uh, GoFundMe.com and search for VHS of Ocean County. I want to thank Dominic uh, Fertizzi, uh, James Jules DiGiulio, Dr. Jerry Optoff, and Neil O'Hannigan for this week's big donations. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Um, look, God five much. bucks, ten bucks, anything you can do. Uh, it takes about a hundred bucks a day to deliver care to each of these 
people who have really kind of outlived most of their friends. They're homebound. The only face that they see typically is a visiting nurse or they get out to an adult uh, day center. Um, let's not forget these people. Uh, they're World War II vets or some are there, uh, Korean War vets, Vietnam vets, and even Desert Storm vets are in the group. So please, $5, $10, anything you can really do to help would be a great, great help to, to us. Thank you so much. Um, well, uh, I also want to mention on a sad note, the passing of one of us, uh, Gene Solomon, who mm. used to run uh, the Howl Trap Club. Gene was quite yep. a character, boy. He was. Uh, He's an OG. He's an OG, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, we love you guys. Um, looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Keep the right side up. And that's it. Thank you all. From sea to the shine.